Hi, welcome to the Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. Kevin. What? My couch. I have no couch, Kevin. My couch is missing. I'm sorry? What do you mean you're sorry, Kevin? I don't know what you expect me to do with about this. Kevin? We're detectives. I thought I thought you'd be my partner on this couch investigation. Look, Jeremy. When we opened this business all those years ago, I told you I specifically want to solve Ottoman-based crimes. I can't get into couch crimes. You start looking into couch crimes, and your friends are going to be found face down in the river. And I can't do that to them. I have a life. I have a life to live. But it's my couch, Kevin. God damn it, they made it personal. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Happy Great Summer, Kevin. Happy, happy Great Summer. <laughs> That's about it. I do not want to go back to that um, streak of time we had, and I want to say the mid-100s, where we just kept talking about the fucking weather. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It might have been interesting for the time we were dealing with it, but it is terrible on the, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> But it is summer. Uh, how are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I'm I'm sort of in this uh, limbo. For those people that don't know, uh, I'm or don't remember, I'm planning a wedding. Yes. Um, while also trying to renovate my house at the same time. Oh yeah. Um. So my concept of time, which was already slipping, um, <laughs> is uh, just just a mess. So like, I'm good. Like I'm, 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 I'm feeling okay most of the time, but man, don't ask me what time or day it is. How, I know. how are you, Kevin? <laughs> I've been actually dealing with a very similar thing where time has just been like slipping, despite the fact that I, that I do still work uh, online, like Monday to Friday. I also write on my computer on the weekends. So like, well, I'm doing different things. Everything feels very similar uh, to the point that I have this uh, writer's group. I have a couple writer's groups. Um, but I have one that I actually am supposed to send stuff out for. You know, kind of facilitate, I guess, if you will. Yeah. And it takes us on the second Tuesday of the months. And it reached, like, Saturday. And I'm like, all right, we got about another week before that meeting. And I'm like, wait, no. No. <laughs> the first of June was a Tuesday. That's in... Three days. <laughs> yeah, three days a week. It's all the same. Uh, <laughs> it, comes so out, it comes out in the wash. My my unofficial slogan for like 2020, 2021. God, I started to say 2020, 2021. Uh, that I mean, it's spread, basically, it's all melded together anyways, yeah, Kevin. Um, has been ugh time. Yeah. Actually... I've been list- I've been catching up on a lot of uh, podcasts that I've been that I'm like a lot behind on to the <laughs> point that I'm in like pre-pandemic time. And yeah. let me tell you, nothing hits 
quite like the feeling of listening to a podcast in December of 2019 as they discuss the next year and what they're – because you get the few people who are like doing some sort of sardonic, depressing thing where they're like, oh, well, it can't be worse than this year. Uh, You're wrong. (laughs) And then you also get the people who are like, I really believe that 2020 is going to be the year where like – it comes up for us like I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm gonna do this and I'm like ah uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> are people like like oh people talking about their appearances when they're like oh yeah we're gonna be uh you know off at this this convention in August and I'm like ah oh, you sweet winter child <laughs> you do not know what spring and summer will bring <laughs> yeah yeah it is a mood. <laughs> It is. I also big... have several podcasts where I'm like, if I go back, I'm going to have to relive these people discovering the pandemic, and I don't know if I want to do that. It, it is a. It is an experience. It yeah. is a like those are encapsulated in time. I watch uh, internet video. <laughs> I sounded like a 48 year old man right there. I mean, I would go videos. slightly older, but yes. Yeah. All right. I already started 40, and I couldn't change it after I said it. Um, <laughs> you could have said 260, 40 I, to 60-year-old. I sound like I'm in between the range of 40 and 123. <laughs> uh, but I watch those videos, and just when you hit that moment and all of a sudden everybody's at home on webcams, you're like, yeah, this will be here forever. This will be encapsulated <laughs> Forever, this video is now where people people are like, "Oh, we're doing this now in studio," and I'm like, "People, people might look at that in five years because I watch videos that are five years old." Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, in studio now because you weren't in studio before." <laughs> Wild. Yeah, um, for everybody, uh, Kevin and I had a brief conversation today about maybe being able to record in person again. Yeah, see each other's faces. My, my brain like short fused like. It had forgotten that was a possibility <laughs> that we that we could sit across from each other, <laughs> shouting at each other's faces, stupid jokes, and confusing the heck out of everybody you live with. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like I'd like to think that it's less confusing when you hear both sides of the conversation. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I mean, I guess I guess you'll have to you'll send out a, a survey monkey uh, to the people that you live with. Oh yeah, yeah no. Huh. I'll, I'll get the monkey that I keep around I mean, for surveys. I, I I would I would uh, I would send it, but you know you live with them, so it makes sense. It just makes <laughs> it makes more sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you're makes, around them all the time, so they they'd accept a survey from you. <laughs> absolutely, especially survey monkey for me. Do uh, yeah. one makes no sense at all, though. Never has made sense. And the more I think um, about it, the less sense it actually makes. The weird machine in your backyard? The weird machine in my backyard. Now, we've talked about many times about it, how it was built, but honestly, there's like this black portion in my mind whenever I think about it too hard, and I, I don't know. I figure that's probably fine. No, that's just um, – I didn't tell you this, but the first couple of times we kicked up the machine, Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, you got some really bad concussions. <laughs> well, well, I mean that's because originally we had to start it up by me headbutting a button. Yeah. Which you yeah. said was the only way that button could be pressed. It was it was it said heads only, Kevin. And and we learned very early via a series of booby traps that if it's labeled in the machine, you follow the instructions. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, it's the only way to survive once you enter the machine. Uh, yeah. So if that makes sense, then I should probably hop back into the machine because I think we got to do a third space world generator. It's that time. It is that time. Uh, so I'm going to hop in there, see what sort of horrors are waiting for me. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll follow you in, and I guess I'll, uh, I'll warm things up by uh, improvising a theme song. Ooh, ha, ooh, ha, it's a spooky, gooky world that we're gonna make together. It's Kevin and Jeremy, and we're in the machine together. Making a world, making a world, third space world generation. That is... Like if we had a Saturday morning uh, Scooby Doo type show, that would be our yeah. theme song. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was. That was the that was the mood I was aiming theme for. Song. It'd be really weird. People watch it. They're like, these guys curse more than Shaggy does. <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> oh fuck, Scoob! <laughs> Shit, fuck, goddamn ball, Scoob! <laughs> Scoob, this is fucking wild. Let's split up and look for some goddamn clues. <laughs> That's a different kind of – that's the brand new (laughs) Scooby-Doo. It's it's a gritty 90s reboot (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Instead of where are you, Scooby-Doo, it's where the fuck are you, (laughs) Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo, where the fuck are you? Uh, That's what – earning our explicit tag. (laughs) Right off the bat. (laughs) So, Through Space World Generator. I'm going to – this machine that we're now standing within uh, pulls from – darkest parts of the internet to help yeah, us the, create the, a world. The part where there's random integers. Well, yeah. <laughs> the darkest random part of the internet. Uh, and one list we made ourselves. <laughs> uh, our, our, contrib- our contribution to the darkest part of the internet. <laughs> cool that we are making this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, Using all that, we are able to create a brand new world to put our comedy where our mouth is after we tear down all these other ones to make our own. Make it work, as yeah, they would to, say. To uh, to put our own butts on the line. Yeah. So we're going to begin with finding out what the genre is, where we'll get one, two, or maybe three genres. <laughs> I mean, technically, we could get an infinite number. It, there is – okay, there is a small possibility, but it is there, that we can go infinite. Yeah. And if that's the case, we get to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we never – well, technically, the podcast never ends. We never stop recording, it's, it's, so it will never go up. It's true. Uh, this yeah. will be the last episode of the podcast because it will never end. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Absolutely that. You're correct. That's the right way it is. Let's see what this genre is. Spin that wheel. Give me a thing. And this one is... Eh? Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yes. Yes. One of... This is one of the, like, little cherry bombs that has been on the list for a while. Where I was like, God, when we get this, it's going to be a mess. And I love it. Boy, now when we <laughs> now, um, okay, everybody, 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 go get your little children right now. 
go get them right now because the rest of this episode is kid safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> from this point forward, look at this time code. Don't let them listen to anything that happened before this. No. But from this point forward, this is the third space for kids. <laughs> yeah. With a uh, Z. So- if the genre is for kids, Kevin, well, let's, it's kids. Let, let's break that down a little bit. Okay. So just to be clear, we're not – when we say kids, we mean children. We're not talking about like YA dystopian love triangle. No, we're we're talking – Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. Bob I'd the Builder. Up, up to original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, where, where someone guy gets swords but he can only kick people? Yeah. Yeah, hold two yeah. swords in your hand and kick him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but but really, I think the great part about this genre, Kevin, is really it can go anywhere. Oh, no. There's a lot there. I mean, there's uh, there's Paw Patrol. There's probably a Cars. <laughs> I imagine those things. I know that there's a kid's version of uh, – I mean, to be fair, I, I don't know why I say kid's version uh, – Kung Fu Panda is kids, but there's like an additional film, like TV yeah, shows. Yeah, there's there's the Timon and Pumbaa show. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The I think about that regularly because, well, two reasons. Uh, one, uh, there's a baby in this house. I don't know where she came from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> loins, Kevin. Loins. Yeah, there's a baby in this house, uh, and when the baby eats, uh. Her mother puts on Disney music. So Disney music plays. And then uh, chaining off of that, whenever I hear Hakuna Matata, I always end it the way that the uh, uh, intro to Timon and Pumbaa would go, which is they would say Hakuna Matata, Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. got that. That yeah, show. You got it. I got it. I got it. The Lion yeah. King soundtrack was the one soundtrack of my youth that as a kid, I memorized the entire thing. Oh, it's yeah. It's very memorizable. Yeah. And it really yeah. hits you. It gets, yep. gets you as a kid. Anyways, uh, <laughs> before we get into those wonderful phrases, Kevin, we should probably get another generator. We do need to figure out what the mood is of this kid's world. I mean, I feel like mood is going to determine a lot this time. Kid's world. Give me a mood. Oh my God. Bored and social, which is definitely <laughs> me when I watch kids shows. Uh, okay, bored and social. Do we have a kids show that's an example of that mood? Bored and social. I think um, it's that's that, sixteen. That's, I was gonna say real. Uh, okay, <laughs> did you ever have sixteen? Yeah. How much of our audience do you think could remember 16? Because I remember 16. I mean, I feel like only the ones that are in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you're not in Canada, 16 was a show about about six 16-year-olds who hung out at the biggest mall in existence. And yep. it was a, So it was a show about teenagers for kids who were younger than teenagers. Because, you know, when you're younger than teenagers, I think teenagers are cool. If you're a teenager when the show was on... <laughs> You did not get into it. No. You were aware of it, though, because it was everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. 16. 16. There's 16s and there's 16. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, it it was one of those just, like, they're in a mall and things happen. 
They're in a mall and there's social dynamics at work. Yeah, it it's it was kind of a precursor to Total Drama Island, which I didn't really I feel like it's precursor. I think it was after Total Drama Island. Was it? Was it afterwards? The problem is I like think so. that honestly when these shows were on, I actually don't think I was quite young enough to be in their their target audience. Yeah. But I was old enough to be I was, I was young enough to be watching the channels. Where it where like sixty was all of a sudden up here in the middle of other things, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, watching Dragon Ball, <laughs> like you do, like you do, and then in comes sixteen. I I think the best way to describe it to people who have no idea what it was is that it's the Breakfast Club if it was set in a mall, and also they were already all friends. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're all like wildly cool, I yeah. guess. Yeah, well, they're wildly cool, and that makes them uncool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I mean, it was in the United States for, like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> we got all four seasons, though. Oh, baby. Ba- four seasons of 16. You know baby. you love it. <laughs> um all right, uh, Kevin. If if that's our mood, I think I think we hit so it pretty I, well. I will this, say, this is a place where people don't go anywhere. They're just talking to each other. Yeah, but they're very close to each other. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking. At it. The show is rated TVPG, so we're hitting the high end there. <laughs> well, we're we're okay. I will say it is an 16 is an anime. Don't say is like it's still around. <laughs> Psychopaths. Um, 16 is an animated comedy for older children, preteens, and teenagers. The Galleria Mall. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, Wikipedia, you're wrong. It was not for teenagers. <laughs> it it wasn't. I mean, uh, they might have they might have hoped. Do you remember the names of the characters? I could only remember one. Like sorry, two. I remember two, I think when I uh when I just had it off my off the top of my I want to say was- Stacy. No, I remember. I remember Nikki and Caitlin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I I remember more characters from Total Drama Island because they always do um, marathons of those, and I loved having that in the background while I was doing other shit. Well, the only um, uh, no, Total Drama was definitely after, uh, or the Total Drama thing. It was it was it was after at the same time in between so many Total Drama <laughs> stuff at the same time as sixteen. Well, because some of these characters apparently a younger version appears in Total Drama stuff. Oh, did not know that. <laughs> um, no, I remember Nikki because Nikki is was like a um, uh, a Chinese punk girl, uh, and and punk girl was like a hundred percent my type. I'm like, yes, that yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sixteen year old boy, be like, yeah, that. That girl right there, the one with the, the purple hair, that's the that's one. That's the one that you're into. That's the one I, re- I remember. And then Kayla and I remember because she was supposed to be the um, like preppy girl and she had to wear a lemon hat. They worked at a <laughs> lemon stand. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah, well, the characters were Jude, Caitlin, Jonesy, Nicole, Jen, and Wyatt. And it's all coming back to me now. Oh, man. This... this episode is specifically for canadians <laughs> canadian kids canadian canadians watching teletoon yep. in 2004 <laughs> this episode is 
for you. Hidden our demographic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nail it. What, what's the next generator we've got to work with here, Kevin? Oh, we've got to figure out the aesthetic. Oh, man. Perfect. My boy, we've got to figure out the aesthetic of these bored social... They don't have to be kids because there are adults. It's just it's four kids. It's four kids. Four yeah. kids. Like the big guy and Rusty. Yes. Yeah. What did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what the aesthetic is. Ooh, this aesthetic is. <laughs> okay. Huh? I Algae priest? <laughs> So, I didn't okay. mean to, I didn't mean to pause there for so long, but <laughs> I mean it's confusing. <laughs> there's a lot there. It's confusing aesthetic. Algae priest. Now this is just the aesthetic, so we can still stick with a giant mall thing, which I I love. But what is the look that tells? So I mean, a lot of religious iconography, but and also, it's all green and wet. But also, yeah, also dampness. Oh, wait, wait. Does that mean that this is an under the water? Is this under the sea? Well, no, not under the sea, on the sea. Skimming over top of the sea. It's a water world situation. Yeah. Like, I think these people are probably amphibious. Because the thing is, okay, al- yeah, yeah. algae, no, algae does exist underwater, I guess. Yeah, it does. But we're not talking about oceans, we're talking about lakes. Yeah. Oh, a freshwater planet. A freshwater planet. A fresh freshwater planet. Mm. Where everything underneath is maybe not a mall, but urban. Yeah. And uh, it's also, you know, I'm going to say it. There's a deity. I'm not going to say what the deity is, but there's a deity well, yeah, on there's, this planet. There's a, there's a large amount of reli- uh, religiousism to yeah. this place. Yeah. yeah. Um, visually, I'm seeing a lot of stuff like when you think of uh, Jewitic things or any of that very, like, natural stuff, but all of it is very just algae, like, pond scum, rather than, like, trees and bushes. Yeah, yeah. Think think an elven city. Like, an elven city is built, like, around and in the trees, right? Yeah. All the buildings here are, like, volcanic vents and seaweed and, like, woven into that. And I think it's quite common for buildings to have underwater sections and above water sections. Yeah. How are you feeling at that moment? I think maybe this world has this thing where uh, like deep ocean or deep water is dangerous. Uh, but you also like the people who live here, maybe you don't go too far from the water or it's all water. So, okay. So it's, it's like a Winx club situation. I, what? <laughs> <laughs> so basically the setup is there are safe spots and those are like the school, the city, the mall, right? Yeah. But outside of the city or the mall or whatever, it's a little bit more dangerous. It's not like crazy. Like you're not going to immediately explode if you step out of the city. Okay. But, you know, stuff can happen out there. And everyone's way too skinny. Yeah. Just um, And their eyes are way too big. <laughs> uh, Giant eyes. Skinny waists, no organs, can't lose. <laughs> okay. Kids, organs are the things inside your body that make your body work. <laughs> yeah, and they don't come in at the waist. That's not where they sit. They sit elsewhere, I suppose. 
I mean, they sit all over the place. The only, the, the, my only uh, relation to Winx Club at all, other than knowing there's that Netflix series, uh, live-action version of it, um, is that seeing them, they are just wildly skinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they are drawn like sticks with more sticks coming off them. Yeah, and then their heads are huge. And the, yeah, then they got and they got like bug eyes. If you don't want to, if you don't want to look up what the Winx Club looks like, just imagine a brat stall in as skinny a form as possible. <laughs> a brat stall that you just stuck a needle in and sucked all the moisture out of. Yeah, like like it's been dehydrated. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, we we needed some sort of detail for this world, right? Yeah, yeah, we we pull some stuff from this planet generator. We sort of pull whatever we think is fun from it. Sometimes the planet generator doesn't give us fun things, so let's figure it out. I mean, this helped. This okay. All right. I mean, it gave us one that has a planet-wide ocean. Great. Uh, this one says it's covered by ice everywhere except for near the equator. Okay. So actually, I kind of like. I kind of like the idea that there's just, that, like that's what you sort of you're talking about. Everyone can live above water around the equator. But the farther yeah. you go north and south, then you're fully under. Like there's no going up because there's yeah. ice there. It gets cooler. It gets darker. It's mm-hmm. more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Ooh, spooky. Far below the surface, slow-moving spiny creatures graze on the ocean floor. Okay. They can exude a rapidly hardening slime to trap their prey. Oh, they're predators. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that, too. You don't want to go to the ocean floor because it's dangerous there. Yeah. You've got these... I want to say mollusks with spines that try to encase people in, you know, amber, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a rapidly hardening slime. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're slow moving, but I think they probably blend into the ocean floor pretty well. These are ambush predators, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, also, the ocean floor is sandy, like, Mm -hmm. in most places. They could also be burrowers, and just their spines are sticking out. And their spines could look like other... Like plant life or natural formation. That's why we say it's dangerous when you get low. Like that strip on the surface is kind of the the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, kids, never get low. No, no. Yeah, no. not not even apple in apple bottom jeans. <laughs> not even if you have boots with nope. the fur. Not even boots with the fur will keep you safe if you go mm-hmm. low. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Little John is trying to lure you from the path of righteousness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once again, remember, algae priest. <laughs> algae priest. Algae priest. <laughs> we don't, I mean, we I don't ca- know what the god is, like, but the devil's Little John. <laughs> I mean, I also kind of like, you know, there's a lot of lore about spined devils. So this creature... Is devilish as well, I think. Yeah, it's definitely the main issue. Like, there's definitely also creatures tracking you in the middle there, but people are pretty good swimmers. But the thing about this thing yeah. is, this thing stops you. Doesn't matter how yeah. good of a swimmer you are, it's it'll trap you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is actually pretty interesting. Due to a celestial conjunction, the planet is plunged into darkness every 19 years. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I don't know. I just think that's an interesting thing. What's it- I, I, you know, I think it fits with Algae Priest. Well, and especially if the idea is that, because the cool thing with underwater is you get, like, bioluminescent things. Yeah. So it's like every 19 years, boom, day of darkness. 
or however long it lasts for. And it's, but like, so anything above water is like very spooky, but underwater is all glowing and pretty. Yeah. There's like celebration. I guess it kind of, it kind of like reverses that. I mean, because, yeah. This has got to be something to do with the, uh, the priest, like the, the religious class. Like every 19 years, the planet is plunged into darkness. That's got to be some basis in their religion. I mean, what if it's every 19 years when the planet is plunged into darkness? That's when their, like, deity can be, like, present. And otherwise, it's not around. So you think, you're thinking real deity? Yeah. Real full deity. Real full-on deity. Only makes an appearance every 19 years and only for, like, you know, 24 hours. What if, what if the idea is the deity is not fully, um, like, converse I guess? Like... I, I like the idea is that the that the world is plunged into darkness, and then just like this this large creature, I like almost like a long serpent, will just like crest across the sky. Okay, long serpent, yes. Also, I want to mix that with Zordon. How? I think it can only appear over the ice. Can Zordon only appear over the ice? He can only appear over the crystals. <laughs> and ice is a crystal. Look, I th- when you said it, now I do understand what you mean by mixed with Zordon. But when you first say mixed with Zordon, I'm like, well, how is he a serpent and also just a big old head? <laughs> <laughs> just one. Ve- well, I would make it one very long ethereal head, Kevin, but I don't <laughs> think that's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, once every nineteen years, it turns dark, and then just a long, like screaming face <laughs> spreads. Yeah, no, across. Nope, it's a serpent that can only be over the. Okay, ice. no, but here, here's what. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing, and here's why I kind of want to pitch that happening. <laughs> Think about all the times where we look back on kid shows like. SpongeBob and or anything like that. And you look like that one episode was like they really snuck something by there, huh? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Do you guys remember this the face episode? Yeah, you mean when everything went dark and a screaming face overtook the sky and everyone was like, Yay, God's here. <laughs> like that's that's messed up, right? We all agree I mean, that's messed yeah, up. Yeah, but we, we kinda already have some messed up stuff with the spiny like well, ambush predator devil creatures. Well, but, I mean, that's more of just like a constant thing. Like this, this is an every 19 years, which means like it is a once in the, in the series, this happens. It's, <laughs> it's that episode of courage, the cowardly, it's every episode of courage, cowardly dog. But it's the <laughs> yeah, one, that's a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I don't know. It's the episode of Marco, Rocco's modern life where that uh, cow definitely gets jerked off. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is yeah, yeah kids he just everybody's a jerk to him yeah like this is this is pure exactly what happens in kids kids entertainment where something gets through that like in the past you were like yeah though that's fine or you snuck something past the sensors or okay okay i will agree kevin yeah give me the long face <laughs> but it's 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 rainbow and sparkle. No, oh, no, definitely. It's like yeah. iridescence. It's almost like the northern lights, but it's definitely a face. It's just a extremely like a, long face. It's like that face from uh, the scream. You know that painting just stretched yeah. out over the sky, and nobody <laughs> in the show is like scared of it. No, because why would they be? Yeah, but you as the watcher, you're like, this is gonna give me nightmares for <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
I'm going to think about this 20 years later and go, why did they do that? I mean, there are some kids that couldn't watch Dora because they were afraid Swiper. They had to white, like watch out for Swiper or he would take their things from them. Well, yeah, because he will. He will. Yeah. Um, he's a fox. You ever seen the Dora movie? Like the new one? Nope. Um, For some reason, he's like he's in it. He's just a he's just a fox. Like there's no other animated creature like not not the monkey like nothing else is like oh it's like oh the backpack talks none of that's there but there is a fox that steals and talks you know i feel like that's bad propaganda against foxes it's kids kids when you reach the age um of like 18 or if your parents allow it sooner Play Ghost of Tsushima and, and get some positive Fox vibes. Well, yeah, no, but I'm going to clarify. I don't care what age you are. I don't care if you're 2, 6, 18, or 123, or between 40 and 123. If you meet a three-foot-tall fox wearing a mask that talks to you, you you exercise yourself in that situation. Yeah, maybe take a nap and have some food. Not while it's around, uh, though. Make sure it's no, gone No, no, no. Get away first. Get away get first. Get away first. Then maybe, you know, have a nap. Drink some water, have a bath. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's still there, call the police. <laughs> they can't help you, but they will solve the mystery. Yeah. They will find yeah. out what happened to you. And and while you do that, let's uh, go to commercial, oh, Kevin. Oh, for sure. Yeah, commercial. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by beds. Look, these days, you got everything in your room. You got a TV, you got speakers, you can charge your phone, and you got your bed. But consider maybe your bed should be out where everything is. Yeah, you're out in your living room, you got a couch. That's just an L-shaped bed waiting to happen. Or what about a chair? We'll just take a single bed and fold it up a little bit more. It's a bed. That's right. You want to go someplace? We'll get in your car. That's just a bed with wheels. Yeah. You get to the office, all your co-workers, they're jealous. Because you rolled into the office in a bed. That's right. And who doesn't want to be in bed? You down at the club... Talking to girls, talking to boys, hitting up everyone you can, and they're all thinking you're super sly because you're there in a bed. That's right. You take your bed, you put it up in a tree, you add a roof, now you got a treehouse bed. Then you read the newspaper. It's World War Three. Bombs are dropping. It's the apocalypse. You're fine. You're in a bed. You can hunt the mutants when they come from you from your perch in your treehouse bed. No one cares because... You're in a bed. That's right. When the final boss shows up and reveals its one-winged final form, guess what it doesn't have? A bed. So buy a bed for when you have to defeat the one-winged angel. All right, Kevin. We've come to a, a crucial <laughs> We've nexus come too point far to turn back now. of this world. Yeah. Because we need to know who these bored social people are. Boy, we really got to figure out who they are. Hit me with our oldest generator, Kevin. I'm sorry to pause there. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, cool. So the appearance of this race, Mm -hmm. interesting. And I think we can twist this a little bit. Okay. 
and also we have to make a very important decision, yeah. is based on an angel. Oh. Now, I got a question for you. Yeah. Which <laughs> testament of angels? Well, this is for kids, Kevin, so we can't choose the one that's a wheel of eyes. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I love a kid show. It's like, oh, look, it's your main character. It's an isohedron of faces. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? I don't know. Just a bunch of legs. It's a burning wheel of eyes. <laughs> now, I know you already said, hey, <laughs> no. Okay. Uh <laughs> Let's talk more about these angels. I still think because we know it kind of is algae based, uh, maybe they kind of act almost like those uh, diver birds. So they go underwater just along the surface. This is what I think, Kevin. Oh, yeah? I think, yes, they have wings and they look people-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when they dive, their wings like wrap around their lower body and turn into like mermaid tails. Ooh, I do like that. So you sort of get like this, um, so they're kind of like maybe less of uh, being specifically feathered wings and maybe a little bit more uh, scaly, almost like uh, dragon wings. So when it folds down, you get like this strip down the back that goes down to these mermaid tails. I think that's cool. I think they still look feather like feathery wings, but on closer yeah. on a closer look, Kevin, they're scales, not feathers. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That way we can All get, right. like, some cool iridescent scaly tail things going on, too. Okay, cool. All right, they are an exceptional race. Of course. I mean, they can live on on above they, the sea They can and live below. in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, sky, sea. They're, these are the Navy SEALs of human beings. <laughs> arf, arf. <laughs> live uh, anywhere. Uh, live no, anywhere. Only- do anything. I think the, here's what I'm going to say, though. I think the same reason, though, they still live on the equator is because if it gets too cold, they can't fly. Yeah, I agree. If your wings are cold, what are you going to do? That's why penguins don't fly, right? <laughs> yes, that's why. That's why. Definitely doesn't have to do with how their central mass is just too large. Thank you. Thank you for going with me on this. You're welcome. Their social structure is like that of a monarchy. Uh, I mean, that kind of mm. makes sense. It if, makes sense with their whole yeah. religion thing. Yeah. Divine rights. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're also angels. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so they got themselves a monarch. They got themselves a royal family uh, who I bet live, I would say, probably above the water. I, I bet they live right at the surface of the water. Ooh, they're algae. They're the algae. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Be- because my guess is that because these are amphibious creatures. Yes, they are. Being near the water is a necessity, kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you get you get too uh You get too high too up, high, it's too arid up there. Atmosphere is too thin. Start to dry out. Yeah, gotta yeah. go back down to the water. Gotta dive back down. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. A little bit more about them. Uh, their culture is inspired by the hippie subculture. Oh, okay. Love and peace. Love and peace monarchy. I mean, Love they're and bored peace and, and understanding. social. Yeah. <laughs> they're bored and social. Everyone being a hippie, I'm sure, will be very boring. Yeah. There's no. Everybody's just getting along, Kevin. Yeah. It's like 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are they dealing with? Oh, 
Infatuations. First jobs. Oh, I got a bank account? The sweet taste of teenage freedom. But really, they're kind of just bored. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, al- and also, praising their god who is a face in the sky <laughs> who appears every 16 years. Oh, sparkling rainbow face in the sky. Please give me your guidance. <laughs> 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 Cool. <laughs> Great. Love that. Thanks, Screaming Great. Face. Great. Love it. You're perfect. Yeah. They're li- this one's got a lot. Their lifestyle, though, is that of the workaholic. They're workaholic hippies. Well, I mean, yes, they are. But I think that's actually perfect for a kid's show because it means the only people who are out doing things are younger are the people. Kids. Yeah. Every- yeah. The adults are doing their work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're never around, working all the time. They're performing like- sacred rites, Kevin. Kind of get some of, some of the parents from Rugrats. They're around when they need to be, but mostly it's just the grandpa watching after those kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the pickles. <laughs> pickles. Did you know? <laughs> did you know, Kevin? I'm yeah. sure you did. Um, that there was a petition when we were at university for me and uh, Berkeley to get married, but to swap names so I'd be Jeremy Pickle and he'd be Berkeley Berkeley. <laughs> I do remember Berkeley Berkeley. Yeah. I do remember Berkeley Berkeley. We can talk about him because he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a public figure. Check out Berkeley Pickle. He's a cool dude. <laughs> he's not Berkeley Berkeley. No. no. Uh, he's a cool dude. He did Capoeira. I don't know if he's still doing it. <laughs> Just in the street randomly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So they are generally generous, arrogant, and disgusted. I mean, Yeah. I think that fits like really well. They're generous with each other. Yeah. They all think that they're great and righteous for following the monarchy and their religion. Yeah. And here's the, sorry. And ahead. they think everything outside of that is nasty. Well, here's the reason why I think Disgusted works very, very well. This is a kid show. You always need someone who needs to learn a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so you meet someone who's like, ew, I don't want to hang out with them. There, there are four wings with eyes in the center. And you're like, hey, that's just a different kind of angel, buddy. It's just another angel. If they're like, you're right. I guess we can all go get ice cream together. That's right. And he's like, Aah! and it's uh, uh, screaming eyes from the heavens. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then God's face stretches over the horizon, and it's just like, hey, don't be a dick. <laughs> like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Teenage Rebellion in this world would be like, you know, trying to distance yourself from the collective. In what way? Well, because they have the hippie culture. Right? So... Mm. You would, yeah. you would, you would be pushing individualism as a form of rebellion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just like I'm trying to think of the hippie culture because the weird thing is that what we have is that this is one of the few times where we have social structure, culture, and lifestyle. We yeah. don't always get all three of those things. Yeah. So specifically, culture. Uh, like the hippie subculture. Yeah, I mean, it's it is definitely about um, individualism, about you know, not. I mean, it's funny; it's a monarchy, but everyone's just sort of like, "Yeah, screw you, man." They're like, "I'm the king." <laughs> here's here's the thing: I don't think the king is the man. 
<laughs> they don't count the king as the man. Is the man the face? No, the man isn't the face either because the man is the thing that's keeping you down, Kevin. <laughs> so, so what is the cold the man? No, it's the spiny devils on the bottom who can trap you at the bottom of the ocean. They're keeping they're you really down. Keep it, really, <laughs> I mean, they are if they go down there. Yeah. That's why they don't want. Okay, we here's the thing. We need a reason for them to want to go down there, for them to be constantly dealing with them. I mean, I think if the entire planet is fresh water, yeah, and they can't go far from the equator because it's too cold to fly. Where do they get any sort of materials, Kevin? Where do they get building materials? It's got to be the ocean floor. All right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think realistically, if in the show. You don't see much of that, honestly. No, no, it's you a don't. kid show. Yeah, it's it's about and since we're doing it based on sixteen, it's mostly a bunch of sixteen-year-old angels, <laughs> yeah, hanging yeah. out in the world's biggest mall. I mean, in my mind, Kevin, there's just like one mega city that stretches the entire equator. Eventually, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, just like wrapping around it. Here's what I'm thinking to sort of enhance the um, idea of bored and social. Okay, um, the way because. Uh, because this this plate like it's you said it's very soft sand is what these spiny things uh, go into. Getting materials to get up to the surface is actually really easy. You literally go down there, and as long as you're like just moving on the ocean floor, things just like f- like unearth like unearth themselves, yeah. and float up. Like it's so soft because that way, like even though they're workaholics, it's still boring work because they're just sort of like. Walking around, yeah, yeah, it, letting it, things. Float they're basically up. just scavengers, right? So they fly around, yeah. un, well, I guess, swim around on the bottom yep. of the ocean in groups, talking yep. and looking for stuff. Yeah, they well, and they they mix up the the ground a little bit to get things just to float up. People grab them and make sure they go float up where they want them to go. Yeah, but like, there's a, so much time to talk. So, and you got to swim down there and swim back up. Yeah, yeah. You got and the spot, and of course the spiny devils are blind. Yep, uh, and and deaf. They just they just they just sense like body heat. I would say uh, body heat. Maybe they sense vibrations in the water like a shark. Yeah, the reason I want blind and deaf is because that means that you can just talk. Yeah, you don't have to be like shh, be quiet. We're on the bottom. Like, <laughs> They'll <"Nah."> hear us. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Yeah. So how's Denise? <laughs> well, she said she's been having trouble with Tommy, her youngest. He's going through that phase, you know. <laughs> ah, yes, where he's the lead in a TV show. <laughs> we all understand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so much. Uh, it tickled me too, Kevin. It tickled Excellent. me too. Excellent. Uh, so we got a mega, eventually, I mean, when it first starts out, uh, it's just a bunch of settlements. And then because they're particularly generous, I like arrogant, but the thing I always find with arrogant is that technically, if combining arrogant with um uh the hippie and the workaholic subculture, I think almost negates some of the worst parts of arrogant. Because I'm, like, yeah, you think you're better than them, but you're not gonna do anything about it. Yeah, every, every really <laughs> what it means is everyone has a little bit too much self-worth. Well, that's why it's workaholic. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. they can't do this. I'm better than them. And because the, they have been, we said they are an exceptional race, 
all of them are really good at what they do, which yeah. is why they're so bored. Yeah, they're 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 angels who can live in any type of uh, environment. The cold, yeah, slows them down, and the work that they actually have to do to sustain and survive is so basic. I mean. <laughs> It's no wonder that they're bored and social because they literally have no problems. All yeah, all they have is social problems. Yeah, all they have is like, oh, uh, you know, my my son is dealing with he failed a class in school, I guess, but really, he'll just do better next time because we all get real good as we grow up. <laughs> we just get good at everything. We'll just get better. We're not worried about it. Yeah. We are blessed. We see our God every 19 years, and he's just sort of like, you're doing great. Oh. Anybody need anything? <laughs> no? Okay. I'll see you in 19 with, years. Leave you with my blessing. <laughs> like, thanks, God. <laughs> thanks, God. Um, I guess so, the, so, the part I'm sort of interested in, Kevin... Yeah. Because this is like everything we've rolled is basically like there is no hard conflict. Well, but that's what makes it perfect for a children's show. No, exactly. So my question is, what is the role the monarchy plays? Um, I think the same roles the monarchy plays in our world. Just to sort of sit around, people go like, hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I'm a fan. <laughs> Everyone would be like, they're very old fashioned. <laughs> Wait, you're telling you're telling me the the people who used to be the kings and queens of England might be racist? What? What? <laughs> Crazy. You mean an institution that hasn't updated for literally centuries might be a little bit backwards in their thinking? <laughs> you're you're telling me the once Almost rulers of like the world have some baggage. <laughs> what? Are you telling me somebody who once thought they had the divine right to rule over others might be a little arrogant? What? <laughs> um, and I love the idea that in this world there's a monarchy that is a monarchy, and everyone, and because of what's got the hippie subculture, they're sort of like, yeah, okay, sure, sure. <laughs> they don't do anything. Really? I mean, probably the worst part was when uh, these lands first started appearing and there were multiple kings and queens. Yep. Like, there was probably some actual conflict there. But it was all, like, talked through conflict because this is a children's show. Yeah, it was all resolved through conversation and love and understanding, Kevin. So some per some precocious eight-year-old walked up to the king and was like, hey... Don't you think you're being mean and it's worth maybe seeing things from their point of view? And they're like, you are correct. I abdicate the throne. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever has the most precocious eight-year-old wins love the war. I love that the there's war. a period of history where the monarchs are hiding from precocious eight-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like, look, look, here's what I'm saying. If you see a, an eight-year-old child and you're like that child Ooh, they got a thing about them just you know, fly they, to the ice shelves no just kill them what <laughs> no fly to the ice shelves kevin what i want you to do is i want you to grab them by the shoulder kevin this is you, for kids and i want you to throw for kids kevin fly them into the stratosphere no okay but only if it's a fun ride down 
<laughs> oh, it's a fun ride down. <laughs> It'll be a fun ride down, won't it? Kids understand more subtext than you think, Kevin. <laughs> You're watching the show and they're like, yeah, when it was dangerous, they just fly them up into up into the stratosphere. And then what? No, they just do that. And then what happens? I don't then, know. And then comes some like BuzzFeed article that's like, this show's darker than you think of, than you, <laughs> you remember it was. <laughs> when they threw kids of the stratosphere, did you know that if you fall from the stratosphere, you die? What? And you're like, they have wings, like they're children. They can't fly yet. <laughs> they're tiny. It's cold up there. They're so precocious. <laughs> Should have been less precocious. I do like the idea that, like, during, like, now it's peace. Now it is full one, one long country with a long god uh, having a long time of peace. But there was an age of war entirely fought. It has to be if the culture is hippie. Yeah. Entirely fought through precocious children (laughs) teaching lessons to mean grownups. And there were a lot and, of mean grown-ups. Yeah, and the the last one to survive was just the last one who did not, like, I don't think they were nice. I don't think they were the nice monarch. I think they were just the one who was able to keep the children away. <laughs> oh. You know what else I love about this world? What? There's, like, some old grandpa angels and grandma angels, like, yeah. who are old and grizzled. Graymolds. Grangels. Grangels. Grand angels. Granny. No, that's better what I said it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, who are, like, sitting in their residence and then, like, their kids come up, like, young kids come up to them and they're like, that's right. One day you, too, will have to go down to the dark depths of the ocean floor and talk about Deborah and watch out for the spiny devils. <laughs> If if there's anything that I know from children's shows, you're great if you're a kid, and you're great if you're a grandpa or a grandma or a yeah. grangel. Um, but it's it's that it's that middle ground. It's that like it's a, at any age where you could be a potential parent. It's like oh, you might have some problems, and you know sometimes with the kids, you, there'll be one kid who's like that kid's the bully. We need to teach them a lesson, and then yeah. they talk to them. Uh, <laughs> I also just have this image of just these uh these royals and you know a royal being like, do you think we should have children? And be like, no, not yet, not until I crush my enemies. <laughs> what if our child becomes too precocious? We'll send and them to the maids. We <laughs> we will ensure the maids maids make them sad. Child of mine, precocious. You are, you are now five years old, and I must banish you. Until you are the age of 14. <laughs> Where you are no longer pre- precocious, and instead you are interested in getting your first job at the lemonade stand. Or perhaps encountering your first romance. You know, <laughs> then you may return to my home, but do not darken my doorstep before you may return when and only when you have had your first disappointing kiss <laughs> that is how you know that the home calls to you because like yeah it's great to have your own precocious like kid to send out but you gotta be careful if they learn that you you're doing something mean they'll turn on you yeah, yeah you got 
you, you, you keep them locked up. Not so much that they lose their precociousness. But here's the fun thing about precocious kids. You can mistreat them a little bit and they'll still be precocious. <laughs> Is that the best thing, Kevin? Um, Hang on. Legally, no. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, I have to say no. That's not the best thing. Good. I'm glad you got my memo. I'm getting, I'm getting a thumbs up yeah. from the monkey survey monkey you sent to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Now he's still flipping me off. That's rude. Um. Okay, Kevin. Kids. We're almost at the end here. We have yeah. one final generator to go through. What type of word should we use in our title? Ooh. Let's get an adverb. An adverb. Ooh. An adverb. It's. I. It's been a while. Because we had an adverb. We have, indeed, it has been a while. I am reasonably sure I have an adverb generator. I mean, I guess we'll find out very, very shortly, Kevin, when you tell me what the adverb that you generate on the internet is. As much as I appreciate you uh, really stretching that out, this website's fighting me. <laughs> well, you know, that's the dangers of, of the internet. It is and remember, kids, on the internet, remember to ask your parents if a site is safe for you to be on. Brought to you by Concerned Children's Advertisers. <laughs> we have to go to a different place to get an adverb. We've never done an adverb. <laughs> <laughs> We've never done an adverb. We've never done Perhaps an adverb. Perhaps for good reason. I mean, you, you do any sort of writing and they're like, don't use adverbs. I'm like... <laughs> Why do they exist if I'm not supposed to use them? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, this is for kids. I can't say anything that I want to say. All right. Um, The adverb that we will use is wisely. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Dive wisely. Hmm. 16. (laughs) Wisely. Uh, Wisely. Growing up. Ooh. Growing up wisely. Growing up wisely. Grow- growing wisely r- r- up. Rugrats all grown up wisely. <laughs> Rugrats <laughs> all grown up wisely at 16. At 16? <laughs> 16 wisely men. Um, 16 wise angels. 16 wisely angels. Um, God, you know what I just remembered, Kevin? What? Um. That uh, WB show where the best friend dies and comes back as a guardian angel. I forget what yeah, it's called. Yeah, that show was My Teen very, Angel. Yeah, My, yeah, My Teen Angel is a very sad show, and I think about it regularly. <laughs> it was way too dark. What a wild concept <laughs> that, to put on the TV. The first scene of that, of that TV show is a teen dying in front of his best friend. Yep. Because he... Do you remember the premise for that? He essentially, the one friend, the living friend, uh, he challenged or he dared his to-be teen, teen angel to be um, to eat a hamburger that's like been under his bed for like four years. And I have this in my head. He chews the hamburger, and then, like, the walls pull away, and he's like, oh, it's not so bad. But that's him dying. (laughs) That is him dying. And then he comes back to Earth a year later, and his friend has just been dealing with the fact that he killed his best friend. Yep. And this is a cool, fun, funny show. 
I mean, it is a very funny show. It is a very funny show. Yeah, Once you get past show. that episode. What about <laughs> um, the something like wisely divine comedy or something like that? How about a scanner wisely? Oh, sure. A scanner wisely. <laughs> Rather I like than a it. scanner darkly. Uh, not teen show. <laughs> a show about <laughs> drugs. Uh, don't do drugs, kids. Um, nah, do drugs. I mean, do drugs in a safe and controlled manner. Once your brain's all, like, really collected together, yeah, just pound drugs into there. Well, might maybe not, not pound to. drugs. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't think you need to punch drugs into you. No, no. No, you're probably right there. You're probably right. Yeah. Okay. But in a pound cake? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just pound a pound cake into your brain. I mean, I would say into your mouth. Yeah, yeah. But make sure you chew properly. Then you get the serotonin from pound cake right into your brain. I love pound cake. Parents, if you'd like to send your complaints to us, you can write a review wherever you're listening we to your podcast. Not done. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to reference a scanner darkly and have this be an angel dark or an angel wisely? Sure, an angel wisely. I'm an fine. angel wisely. This is a, a wisely show. angel. This is a teen show, and we're gonna re- reference. The, the you movie. said it was darker than you thought it was going to be. I do like. Oh, I like that because people be like, "Do you realize that the uh, this BuzzFeed article, uh, <laughs> this this show's reference was to a Scanner Darkly, a film about Keanu about a rotoscope Keanu Reeves doing drugs." Yep. Yeah, I do know that. I made it. We appreciate every single review we get. <laughs> ah, yes. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> Do you think, Jeremy? Usually you cut me off. <laughs> nope. I was going to let you go. Oh, okay. Well, hey, uh, if you want to talk to us about this world we just made, or maybe a Scanner Darkly, uh, an adult animated film. Uh, or 16, actually. If you want to talk to us about 16. Or Teen Angel. If you are exactly in our demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. You can get at us on social media. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. I'm at Mighty Thews, and you can get us together at Third Space Cast. It says an email at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Uh, you can also check out my books. They're available at my website, uh, kevinweirbooks.com. Yes, check out the divine writings of Kevin Weir. Oh, no punchline? Nope. Okay. Oh, I do have one thing I need to uh, pitch in here, <laughs> if, you'll, if you'll allow me. Um, <laughs> I'm in a play that I wrote with other people, and it's digital. It's going to be online. You can watch it online. What's it called, Kevin? It's called Unprecedented Times. It's an, unli- it's an online, it's an online comedy about online times. Uh, it's going to be streamed on YouTube. Uh, it's coming up next week, actually. That's why I got to do it now. Got to what's, what's the date, Kevin? No, it's going to be June 17th, 18th, and 19th. At what time? 7.30. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I don't know if you have any questions. Uh, if, you, if you want to get uh, tickets for it, uh, the best thing would be to... Well, Tweet something out about it, uh, but uh, you can go to bit.ly, so bit.ly slash F-T. 
<laughs> no, that's not right at all. <laughs> Bit.ly slash F C T at A F B. Great. I'm sure people will get that. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space when Kevin and I... Ugh, oh, no, I can't read it, Kevin. What? Peel off our sunburns? Oh, ugh. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>